Good afternoon, Packers fans. Aaron Negler here with your Packers Daily Chat, coming to you live on the Cheesehead TV social channels. It is Wednesday. There are no headlines, but we're here still to talk about the Green Bay Packers because that's what we do here at Cheesehead TV. We are devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide, so much so that we want to let you know the best place to buy tickets for Packers games. That's right. You want to head over to Ticket King. Ticket King, you can find a link to Ticket King in the description of this video. They have been based in Wisconsin since 1992. Their Green Bay location is just across the street from Lambeau Field on Oneida Street. They have an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau and are members of the National Association of Ticket Brokers. Most importantly, they are staffed with experienced, friendly, and knowledgeable folks that can help put groups together and offer advice. And your business is truly appreciated by each and every person at Ticket King. They also partner with local Green Bay businesses for tailgates and bus transportation to the games. They are open on game day for last-minute tickets, upgrades, and they even have a drive-through window. Head over to Ticket King to get your Packers tickets. People, do it. And before I go any further, let me give a big-time birthday shout-out to Dennis in the comments. Dennis is a diehard here every day. Diehard Cheesehead TV. Diehard with the Packers. The man definitely carries the G. Happy birthday, buddy. Hope you're doing well. And of course, I'd be remiss if I didn't say big is here what's up big b hope you're doing well hope you watch that big brewers win this afternoon robin hello tkm good to see you at your post man it's a bit of a switch i know you used to be at your post in the morning now you're post in the afternoon it's keeping you on your toes man keeping you on your toes sheila ray good afternoon go pack go thanks for watching on facebook hope you're doing well pogs how are you kevin four weeks till training camp i four uh, four weeks till training camp. On that note, there will be no Packers Daily next week coming out of the 4th of July holiday. Uh, obviously, LiveX isn't doing anything on Monday, but uh, I'll be back in the office on Tuesday through Friday doing various things, Cheesehead TV and LiveX related. There will be no Packers Daily next week. However, the following week, most likely, now I'm don't, this is not lock solid, but most likely, We'll feature the return of daily Packers trivia for at least a week here at the Cheesehead TV YouTube channel. Um, we'll be doing, we'll be launching back into Cheesehead TV trivia, most likely on the 11th, maybe the 12th. But this is your heads up, people. Get your hashtag fingers ready and get ready to drop some knowledge when it comes to the green and gold. We will have live Packers trivia each and every day, Monday through Friday. Um, second week of July for a couple of weeks before I leave for camp. You know, it's always a good time. The regulars, you guys know who you are. You've been doing this for a few years. It's always fun. Uh, live Packers trivia right here on the Cheesehead TV YouTube channel. Make sure you check that out in a couple weeks. Um, Adam says he misses Jake Ryan. He was a thumper. He was a thumper. Problem is in today's NFL, you got to be a lot more than that and you can just get run around. And that's kind of what happened with Jake Ryan. But you are right. He brought a level of physicality to the defense. There's no doubt about that. Of that, there is no doubt. Norman, oh, man. It feels like we just got bounced by San Francisco last week. Now we're about to get going again. I, what, why? Why? Why you got to go there, man? Why, why you got to do it? Weren't you in the house for week three? Why couldn't you just, like, say, 
feels like I was just there watching the Packers come back dramatic fashion last 37 seconds of the game to beat the Niners in San Francisco just yesterday. You could have gone that route, but no. You want to bring us down here. It's pre-camp mode, man. Come on now. Uh, what was the audience reaction like in 1980 when you found out that Vader was Luke's father? Uh, Bryson, from what I can recall, uh, all the kids in the audience, and there were tons of them, uh, we, none, like, I know my friends and I, we none of us believed it. We all thought he was lying. But uh, it was uh, definitely audible gasps, from what I remember. Vince, thank you for the super chat, man. Very much appreciated. I remember when you used to go live at 5, 3, three years ago. Um, yeah, I think I used to go live when I was on the beat. Uh, at the end of the day, uh, which is kind of my plan now going forward here, kind of setting us up, getting ready for the season, be going live in the afternoons. Um, if there's breaking news in the morning, I'll, I'll still go live then. And during camp, I'll be doing two chats a day, as I always do. So not much will change in that regard once camp starts. Vex, thanks for the super chat, man. Among all-time Packers greats, where does future Packers Hall of Famer Baker Mayfield rank? Vex, I never liked you. I saw Andy's video where he was talking about a possible, does it make sense? It's the off season. I need content question of uh, would the Packers ever entertain a trade for Baker Mayfield swapping Jordan love to Cleveland um, all time. Greats. I, I, I put Baker just above uh, Jim Zorn. How's that? And uh, just below David Whitehurst. That's where I'm going to go. So I'm going to go with that one. Linda, hello. How are you? Someone driving past the theater shouted to people in line, including me, Darth Vader's Luke Skywalker's father. That's not cool at all. That's pretty, pretty horrible. Trivia champ in the house. What's up? What's up, Krista? Good to see you. I hope you're going to be here in a couple weeks to defend your title. Let's go. Hebes <laughs> Sheboygan. First of all, what a handle. Second of all, at least we're not Cleveland. There is that. There is that. That Deshaun Watson deal, man. Whoo, baby. You talk about an albatross. My goodness. And they had just scratched and clawed their way out of decades of futility only to turn around. And because I guess one questionable season from Baker Mayfield, where he did play hurt the majority of the year, they chucked it all in and made this trade and gave Watson this insane, fully guaranteed contract and decided, hey, you know what? Let's go back to being irrelevant because that's where they're headed. Overshadow, what's up, man? Nope. That's all he's got to say. Just nope. I thank you for the super chat, sir. There we go. Nor now you're talking, Norman. No worries. I'll see you all in Arizona for the Super Bowl in February. Now you're talking. That's it. Kyle Kuzno is here. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, here, my friends, here is the benefit of going on later in the afternoon, is that the mayor of Green Bay himself can join us. Kyle Kuzno ranking where Baker Mayfield would land in the pantheon of great Packers quarterbacks. Number one, Tim Couch. Number two, David Whitehurst. How dare you, sir? How dare you? Three, Vince Young, and four, Baker Mayfield. There you go. Uh, from the mayor himself. Hard to uh, hard to quibble. Hard to quibble. Jeff, would there ever be a reason to reunite with Mike Daniels? No, not anymore. Not when they moved on specifically because 
his body was breaking down and now his body has continued to break down and they've just added a bunch of reinforcements along the defensive line. I love Mike. He's one of my favorite players of all time. He's one of my favorite Packers that I've ever covered, but no, no, that, that ship has absolutely sailed. Luke, what's up, man? How's the West coast? Hope you're doing well. Thanks for the super chat. Aaron, what's your deserted Island album? Mine's in rainbows. Ooh, that's a great, great album. Remember all the, Kind of hullabaloo around that album when they made it a pay-as-you-go kind of thing. Pay what you want. Remember all that? That was crazy. I love that album. My, if I can only pick one, isn't it usually like Desert Island Discs, plural? Like you get a few? If I only have one? Oh, boy. Um, It's probably either... I don't know, man. That's really tough. Probably either Depeche Mode, Black Celebration or Crowded House Together Alone. One of the two. That's a tough one, man. Robin's talking now. TJ Slayton season. There we go. There we go. Do not forget the big man. Coming off a very promising rookie campaign. That is, that's what we're talking about right there. Michelle says, 75 more days. I can't wait to see the Packers. There we go. There we go. 75 more days. Let's do camp instead of the games, shall we? Let's just get to camp first. All right. We'll, we'll, we'll deal with that. We'll 70, 75 more days. Holy cow. Whitehurst was all right. Shadid, I think that's, I guess, a fair assessment. He's probably just below all right, whatever that might be. I'm not going to say he was terrible, but he was not great. No, I'll say that. Uncultured, what's up, man? Thanks for Super Chat. This afternoon's jams are Save Yourself by Stabbing Westward and Whole Lot of Rosie by ACDC. Pappies. Thank you, Uncultured. Good to see you again, bud. The music is always greatly appreciated. Mr. Mikey Riggs, Violator. I know. Well, you see, that for me would be a toss-up between Black Celebration and Violator, but I think they're just more classic, timeless, I can listen to them a billion times over tracks on Black Celebration. Also, there are just more tracks on Black Celebration. Like, Violator's just nine tracks. So plus the little vignettes in between. So I'd probably go with Black Celebration. But that's just me. Matt says, happy hour. Yes, sir. Happy hour coming up. Top of the hour for Patreon members. Make sure you're there. It's going to be a lot of fun. Cheesehead TV is king. Look at Jake. See, this is why I got to do off-season chats in the afternoon because everyone comes in here and just says nice stuff about Cheesehead TV. That's it. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry, only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands, all hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Norman. We should have known inflation was among us when the Jaguars handed Christian Kirk an $84 million contract. Fair. Very fair. 
Uh, what else is going on? I just got a new job that will require me to work Sundays. Great opportunity, but I'm debating on passing for the pack. Look, Steve, Steve, I'm not going to tell you how to live your life, bud. But, you know, that's why God created smartphones and YouTube. And you can watch along with us here at Cheesehead TV while you're working. You know, you just have it in your pocket. Just pull out a little bit, you know, or just put it in the corner and just watch a little whatever work you're doing and just have a little watch party. Get the score bug there on the on the page and watch Corey and I react. You know, it's a big play or a small play, and we'll get you through. It's all right, man. Don't pass up that opportunity. You got it. You got to do that, bud. Uh, Alex, by the way, update on beer sponsored. There will be an announcement on beer sponsorship and other possible moves shakes what have you at cheesehead tv in the upcoming weeks definitely prior to training camp so watch this space overshadow thanks again bud it is ridiculously tough not to get super excited about this draft class very much dig it i'm with you i said that i think in our wrap-up video for the draft um you guys know i preach it each and every year Nobody knows. Nobody knows when it comes to the draft. And you have to see these guys in pads against NFL level competition. That said, I'm very excited about this class. And I think they could potentially, and that's all it is, is potential, but potentially be pretty damn special. Um, the way that Brian is once again kind of focused on, you know, guys who have played at a high level against high level competition in college big programs that should translate hopefully to hitting the ground running in, in the NFL. The fact that, you know, they're adding explosiveness and athleticism on defense, man, I'm, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. And then who, I mean, Christian Watson is like a, like a uh, lottery ticket. They, they, they could hit real big with him. Uh, yeah. There's a lot, there's a lot to like overshadow. No doubt about it. Brendan, oh, is Caleb Jones making the team? Oh, that's a good question. I think, who was it? Redmo46, thank you for checking in very, very early. Uh, he asked about Caleb Jones as well. With the OT situation being a little iffy, do you think 6'9", 370-pound behemoth Caleb Jones has a real shot at making the 53? I think he's a great story. I think he would absolutely have to shock the hell out of the world in training camp for him to have a realistic opportunity at the 53. Now, the, the practice squad, I think he's got an outside chance there. Um, you know, he is a mountain of a man. There's no doubt about it. A couple years ago, not his senior year, but a couple years prior, he played at 395. 395. Which is insane to me. Um, he gave up a few too many sacks for my liking last, you know, his, his senior year at, at well, as a Hoosier. Um, but you know, NFL coaching, who knows? Maybe that athleticism continues to, uh, catch up to his mountainous man of a body. And you never really know until you see it on the field. Um, but I would suspect, you know, it's a, it's beyond a long shot for the 53, but you know, practice squad, if he, he makes, you know, strides every day is consistent and takes coaching. And if he learns from his mistakes, He's got a shot. He's got a shot. <laughs> Nagler, is it true that Jeff Query's mullet contributed to his lightning fast speed? This is possibly the most off-season question I've ever received. And yes, it is a thousand percent, without question, a great source of his speed. That mullet is legendary and will never, ever be forgotten. 
No doubt about it. <laughs> Watson is going to be James Lofton reincarnate. I can say that because it is only June. I mean, that's fair. You know, once the calendar turns to July and we're actually in the month that camp starts, you're not allowed to say that. But until that happens in a few days, you're good to go. So I'm with you, Soder. I just have Caleb play tight end. Done. Can you imagine him going out for routes? Holy Toledo, man. That dude is almost seven feet tall. Seven feet tall. Holy cow. Ebs, what's up? Had my first spotted cow while returning to Sheboygan for a visit was, in all caps, very good. Welcome. Yes. Yes, it is very good. I'm glad you enjoyed it. I also enjoy a spotted cow from time to time. Mm-hmm. Hey, bud, can you teach me how to run the freaking ball? Is that uh, Matt LaFleur's burner I just found? I won't be teaching anybody anything, that's for sure. Oh, man. Oh, wow. Perry Kemp or Terry Mickens, who wore 85 better? I got to go with Terry Mickens. Love me some Perry Kemp, but got to go with Mickens on this one. Kevin says, I have a soft spot for physical freaks with low technique like Caleb Jones and Rico Gifford. We'll never, we'll never know, man. We'll never know. We'll see if, uh, we'll see what happens. But, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not expecting to be shocked, but that's why you're shocked, right? So we'll see. Most hated Minnesotan. What's up, man? Thanks for checking it out. Hope you're doing well. Hope to see you at uh happy hour later. Alex asks, asks, extend Amos. I mean, I think there's a possibility they go that route prior to camp. Uh, we've talked about it a lot here. They do like to traditionally have that kind of bit of good news to uh, leak and or announce uh, heading into the first day of camp. And maybe that's it, right? Maybe they um, agree to an extension with Adrian Amos prior to the start of camp. Um, you know, I, I, no question about it. I think Amos definitely deserves to be extended. I think he's an integral part of the defense and is coming off a couple of really strong campaigns. I do wonder though, given their situation with Aaron Rodgers, what they have done the last few years, as far as, you know, kicking the can, et cetera. And, and the way they've clearly kind of changed their MO when it comes to the, how they operate with the salary cap. I do wonder if they'll hold off and wait until, later in the season or even next off season before touching much of anything else when it comes to big contract extensions. Now I say all that and they could extend two people after I get done with this chat, but I just, you know, I, I you talk about the norms and what they've done in the past, et cetera. And then it's all this giant caveat of, of course, now things are a bit different given all the moves they've made around keeping Aaron Rodgers in town, keeping this team together for the most part, I I would love it. I would love if Adrian was in the fold for, you know, a decent extension. Uh, but we will see what the next few weeks bring. Uncultural, what's up, man? Thanks again for the super chat. If Watson turns out to be the real deal, what kind of cheese gift basket should I send the brain trust at Winter Park? <laughs> um, just send them a, a, a uh, bird first aid kit. They'll need it. Overshadow, what's up? Thanks again. I mainlined the history of the Packers series they made a few years ago. If someone hasn't watched it, I can't recommend it enough. Great stuff. Yes, the Legacy series, which um, if you go to the community tab on our YouTube page, just scroll down a little bit. I linked a couple months ago when they put it back on YouTube. 
Because when it first launched, you could get it on YouTube and watch the entire thing. And then they took it away for I got a long time. I'm a year or so. I don't know if it was due to some sponsorship thing or some, maybe it was something with Associated Bank. I have no idea. But it came. they put it back um, about six months ago. And you can watch the entire thing free on YouTube. So I am with you, Overshadow. And what's funny, I was just watching it the other day. Cannot recommend it enough. If you have an Apple TV or any of the other devices that you can get the Packers app on your television, it's also available through the Packers app. You can go through their list of shows on their app and you can find it there. Um, it's outstanding. It's so well done. They did a great job, especially kind of the early years, the foundational years, you know, leading up even to 1919 and those first kind of couple decades. I think they did a really good job of capturing the feel of not only what the Packers were in conjunction with the city of Green Bay, but really the kind of the tenor of the times and how the team and the franchise fit into kind of the greater perspective of what was going on in America. It's really well done. And of course they talk to plenty of historians, but naturally they lean in on and into Cliff Crystal's work as they should. And Cliff has some great stuff in that documentary. Um, yeah. Overshadow. I'm with you, man. Cannot recommend it enough. It's so outstanding. Uh, if you could only keep one, Amos or Savage? Well, these are always these types of questions, right? Um, thankfully, that's not the question. And I don't deal in hypotheticals. No, I'm kidding. I deal in hypotheticals here all the time. Um, only one? Probably Amos, because he's been more consistent. I think Savage has more upside. And I think Savage has more athletic ability and the potential still to turn into something pretty special. Uh, but if right now I have to make the call today, I go with Amos. Big B's on to it. There you go. Got to watch Legacy to take notes for trivia. Aha. 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 Well done. Hey, Michael, how are you? Thanks for joining, man. Go, Pat, go. <laughs> Brandy, that Packers app never worked correctly. Packers and computers, sigh. It works great for me. Maybe you need to update your software? I don't know. Sorry, Brandy. It works like a beaut for me. I love it. Uh, how's Corey's herbs going? <laughs> how's Corey's herbs going? Now, there's something I never thought I'd be asked uh, on a Packers chat. Um, They're going well, I guess. I know I'll find out myself in a couple weeks when I go to Green Bay. July 24th, I'm flying in, people. Batting down the hatches. Make sure there's plenty of spotted cow when I get there. Thanks, Michael. That's really nice of you to say, bud. Thank you so much. Uh, did Green Bay still stay with the player criteria for size, et cetera, or did they waver at all? That's a great question. Um, I'm, I assume you're talking about in the draft and their athletic thresholds. For the most part, they 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 stuck with what's been tried and true throughout, you know, basically their tenure in personnel since Ron Wolf arrived. Um, not, I don't remember any major outliers, but it's certainly something that Brian has shown. He's not too afraid to do. Um, it's the old Tom Landry quote though, you know, like you don't want to make too many exceptions because then you end up with a team full of exceptions. Uh, I think, there's, you know, a reason the Packers have won a ton of games and the reason their, their uh, you know, scouting department has been successful throughout the decades 
uh, is because they have a way of working that they stick with, and it is definitely productive. Now, certainly football changes. Football is cyclical, and football can evolve, and things that were tried and true 20 years ago maybe aren't here in 2022. But for the most part, I think they've done a good job of straddling that line and kind of adjusting things when they need to. Um, you know, nothing is infallible. Nothing is perfect. But, you know, when it comes to the business of analyzing and trying to project football players, I think the Packers do as good a job as anyone else in the league. No doubt. Ed, thank you for the super chat. Greatly appreciated. Used to facilitate, facilitate, vacillate. Sorry. Between pity and disgust for Bear fans, since the 90s, I've gone with both. Has worked out well. Pity? Really? You're putting pity in there? Just go with disgust. I kid. I kid because I love. Um, you know, I, I respect Bears fans because they're fans of the Bears. And they know their team sucks. And they know their team's got no shot. Yet they stick with them. That's what I appreciate. It's kind of like the Packers in the 70s and 80s. I'm with it. I get it. Ever since Ditka left town, McMahon sweetness went away. Yeah, they got to a Super Bowl, but they were Rex Grossman at quarterback. They know they weren't going to win that Super Bowl. I mean, think about it. They've had great defenses. They've had electric special teams. And they've had craptastic quarterback play for decades. And those fans have stuck with their team. Die hard. I respect that. But I certainly don't pity them. That's for sure. That's for sure. Joey to Brandy, did you try turning on the TV? Oh, man. Um, why does a team like Baltimore always seem to find linebackers? Well, sometimes it's because of what you emphasize. Sometimes it's just you've got an eye for it. It's the same reason the Packers always find offensive linemen. Their system seems to really kind of help them in that regard. And I don't doubt that Baltimore is probably similar as far as what they accentuate what they look for um what they prioritize you know they're if you have superstar quarterback play you're probably going to make sure that you always have some talented offensive linemen to put in front of him um if you are a defensive led team like baltimore has been for so long you're probably going to have a pretty good idea of what makes a great linebacker now clearly they've got a great quarterback now but one that is very mobile and doesn't you know probably sit in the pocket as much as they would like him to um, so, you know, they, they have throughout, you know, Ozzie Newsom's into their new era, that tenure, you know, they've been a defensive led team. And I think that has kind of shown up in how they've gone about selecting people and who they've prioritized to bring into their program. You know, I think you can point to a couple of different teams around the league that have done that kind of thing, like the Packers with the O-linemen, et cetera. Um, but yeah, some teams are just, you know, they got the, the, kind of the right combination when it comes to the personnel folks and what they like to prioritize and just kind of manifest itself. And you'd always find a great couple guys at that position. Overshadow again. Thanks buddy. I'm down in Freeport, Texas this morning and I see a Jeep completely decked out in Detroit lion stickers and paint scheme. I just felt bad for them. I mean, that's diehard though. I'll give them that. I mean, that's, those are the kind of fans I love. I mean, that's how I grew up. With a team that had no prospects, had been terrible forever, had no like even inkling of getting good anytime soon. That was me. So I get it. I always respect that stuff. I love it. 
All right, buddy. I'm going to have to get going. I can't thank you enough for hanging out, talking Packers each and every day, Monday through Friday, right here on the Cheesehead TV social channels. Please do me a monster favor. Hit like on the video. Subscribe to the channel. Then tell your friends and tell your family, Cheesehead TV, we are devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. Thanks a lot, everybody. Have a great day. Go Pack Go.